A special thanks to the folks at Anchor.fm for sponsoring this podcast. Coming to you almost live from our studios in New York, this is Tom Reads Your Story. Join voice actor Tom Zania as he reads from articles, social media, past audiobooks, and other spoken word projects. And now, here's your host, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. Thank you, Mr. Announcer, for that wonderful introduction. I'm Tom Zania. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. Today, 2020, a year in review. And I'll be right back right after this. Miles Junction, Rust Belt, USA, where hope is scarce and hardship is a way of life. It's but one of many northeastern Ohio towns, long forgotten and left behind, its residents living on the cusp of financial, emotional, even spiritual destitution. Their lives and others are linked by a ruined yet starkly beautiful post-industrial landscape, a desolate vestige of our fractured American dream. In just the right light is a glimpse at one region's bleak inheritance and the precarious lives of those who remain. Written by William R. Solden, and narrated by Tom Zania. Listen to this incredible book by visiting audible.com. Whether it's grilling, smoking, or baking, the Silverback Wood Pellet Grill delivers the delicious natural flavor of a wood-fired meal. Silverback boasts a 20-pound hopper and those all-day smokes, a high and low safety shutoff, and precision meat thermometer. Gorilla Grills. More grill, less money. Find out more at GorillaGrills.com. And we are back. Well, this is it. We finally made it out of this godforsaken horrible year 2020 let's see what uh what all happened you know instead of me just naming it i'm going to be reading it uh this first thing that i'm going to play for you is from the new york post now i don't normally read the new york post i sometimes read the daily news and maybe the new york times if it's lying around uh, I don't usually get to read it online because there's a paywall and I'm not paying for any online stuff except my eBay purchases. So, uh, you know, when you think of all the stuff that's happened, you know, great athletes passing away, great actors no longer with us, Chad Bozeman, who, uh, who uh, we saw so little of, you know, besides the, the two, well, he has a movie out now. That was made a while back. Uh, the uh, Black Bottom, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, and of course uh, the the, the uh, superhero movie that he made, which was pretty great. But so many. I'm you know I'm you know I'm digressing. Uh, there were so many things that happened in 2020. Uh, you know I don't even want to go into. Washington, D.C., or that president we supposedly have right now. 
Uh, a lot of stuff happened and most of it regrettable. Obviously, the coronavirus. But what I'm going to play for you now is from the Daily News. It's basically, it's just events. It's not dates. It's just one event after another. It's not great writing by any stretch of the imagination, but I wanted to make something of it. So um, I hope you like it. Here it is. 2020 events so far. Yep, these major world events all happened this year. By Jackie Sallow. New York Post, December 22nd, 2020. From a deadly pandemic to a global movement for racial justice, the year 2020 has certainly experienced its fair share of world-shifting events. Here is a list and timeline of the major events that have happened in this year so far. Australian bushfires. The country faced one of its most devastating wildfire seasons as the blazes continued from December 2019 into the new year and burned a record 47 million acres, displaced thousands of people and killed at least 34 people. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit the royal family. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex shocked both sides of the pond on January 8th when they announced they were stepping down as senior royals. COVID-19 pandemic. The World Health Organization announced January 9th that a deadly coronavirus had emerged in Wuhan, China. In a matter of months, the virus had spread across the globe to more than 20 million people, resulting in at least 751,000 deaths. Kobe Bryant's death. The legendary Los Angeles Lakers player was killed along with his daughter Gianna and seven others when their helicopter crashed in Calabasas, California on January 26th. Impeachment of President Donald Trump The president faced an impeachment trial in January on charges that he asked Ukraine to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. He was ultimately acquitted by the Senate on February 5th. Parasite sweeps the Oscars. Bong Joon-ho's film took home the most awards, landing Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best International Feature Film on January 9th. It marked the first time a non-English language movie won Best Picture. Harvey Weinstein Verdict The disgraced Hollywood kingmaker was convicted February 24th of raping an aspiring actress and sexually abusing a TV and film production assistant. The verdict was celebrated by his dozens of accusers and their supporters as a watershed moment for the Me Too movement. Stock market crash 2020. The coronavirus pandemic triggered a global recession as numerous countries went into lockdown. The Dow Jones Industrial Average suffered its worst single day point drop ever on March 9. Black Lives Matter protests. The police involved killings of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor this year sparked a wave of peaceful and sometimes violent demonstrations and riots across the world to demand an end to police brutality and racial injustice. More protests erupted in August when 29-year-old Jacob Blake was shot by a Kenosha, Wisconsin cop 
and paralyzed from the waist down. Kim Jong-un Death Rumors The North Korean Supreme Leader fueled speculation that he was either gravely ill or dead after he missed events commemorating his grandfather Kim Tu Sung on April 15th. He reemerged 20 days later in photos released by state media at a ribbon-cutting ceremony. The despot, however, faced a new wave of skepticism over his health in August when a South Korean official claimed all of the appearances were faked and he was in a vegetative state. Biden becomes Democratic presidential nominee. The former Veep clinched the party's nomination in June, despite a crowded primary field. Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Elizabeth Warren, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg were also among the more than two dozen Democratic hopefuls in the race. Twitter hack. A group allegedly spearheaded by a Florida teen took over the Twitter accounts of prominent business and political figures, including Joe Biden, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and Kanye West, in a Bitcoin scam. Ghislaine Maxwell arrest. Jeffrey Epstein's alleged madam was nabbed July 2nd on sex trafficking charges while holed up in a luxury home on a 156-acre estate in New Hampshire. Murder hornets arrive in U.S. The invasive insect, known as the Asian giant hornet, was spotted for the first time stateside when they invaded Washington state. Measuring up to two inches, the hornets can wipe out entire bee colonies within hours. Beirut Explosion A massive explosion at a Beirut port sparked August 4th by the accidental detonation of 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate, killed at least 190 people and injured thousands of others. Kamala Harris, chosen as Democratic VP candidate. Biden announced August 11th that he selected the California senator as his running mate, making her the first black woman and the first Asian woman on a major party's presidential ticket. Chadwick Boseman's death. Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman died at age 43 after a four-year battle with colon cancer. His death on August 28th shocked fans since he had completed several blockbuster films while keeping his diagnosis private. West Coast Wildfires Deadly wildfires erupted from California to Washington State burning millions of acres and displacing hundreds of thousands of people since mid-August. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death The Supreme Court justice and unrelenting trailblazer for gender equality died September 18th at the age of 87. She was the second-ever woman appointed to the high court. Trump tests positive for COVID-19 President Trump announced October 2nd that he and First Lady Melania Trump tested positive for coronavirus. He was hospitalized for three days at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center before he was discharged to continue his recovery at the White House. Eddie Van Halen's death. Rock legend Eddie Van Halen, 65, died following a decades-long battle with cancer on October 6th. The iconic guitarist, known for hits such as Jump and Hot for Teacher, had been first diagnosed with mouth cancer in 2000. 
Joe Biden becomes president-elect. Joe Biden became the 46th president of the United States on November 7th, defeating President Trump with a critical assist from his birth state, Pennsylvania, which delivered the votes to propel him to victory and end one of the most contentious elections in recent memory. Alex Trebek's death. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek died November 8th following his battle with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Trebek educated and entertained millions on the beloved quiz show as its host for 36 years. COVID-19 vaccine rollout. The first Americans were vaccinated against the coronavirus December 14th after the US Food and Drug Administration approved the emergency use of Pfizer's COVID-19 shot on December 11th. The country's second inoculation, developed by Moderna, was then given FDA approval a week later on December 18th, with states receiving the jab December 21st. The arrival of the two vaccines, which were developed in less than a year, was touted as one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in U.S. history. And I hope you like that. By the way, I wanted to say thank you for all of you who attended or worked on the Christmas party from last week. I hope I had a lot of listeners. I'm not really quite sure right now how many people uh, wanted to show up. But hey, listen, we had a great time. And the party, like I said last week, at least I think I said last week, uh, went on past the time of the show. Uh, and the reason for that is, uh, well, there isn't that much to say in terms of a planned show while you're having a party. There's only so much you can put in while you're you're drinking a martini or whatever. But we had a great time. I'm glad you showed up. I hope you had a great time, um, like I said. And um, I want to wish everyone and I'm not going to get choked up here. I want to wish everyone a very happy, safe, healthy, and just overall wonderful 2021, which is coming up in just a few days. You know, I, like you know, we all know 2020 was mm, pretty bad. So let's have a great one in, in uh, 2020. 21. Uh, and listen, you know, uh, I want to keep the show going through 2021. Uh, I, you know, I did a lot of thinking about this and I think, yeah, you know, sometimes I just don't have much to say, but um, I think, I think we'll have a great 2021. We have a new president or at least someone who deserves to be called a president, right? Of course. And so, um, Without further ado, I'm going to play for you uh, an article that is from thetimesleader.com. Now, what I was doing was I was looking for articles of this subject, you know, the year in review type of thing. And I really couldn't find that much because most of it was stuff you had to pay to read. And um, a lot of it was broken up into different subjects. So I kept looking and I found this 2020, a year in review from timesleader.com. And I thought to myself, 
whoistimesleader.com. And apparently it's um, Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Of course, I had to look that up. Uh, it was Wilkesbury, at least to me, and I don't know, maybe you think it's just a totally normal name for a city, <laughs> but uh, it's a city that I, I have to be reminded of how to pronounce. It's Wilkesbury. I've heard people say Wilkes Bar. But it, I think it's definitely Wilkesbury in PA. And um, I looked it over and I thought, well, this is mostly COVID 19. But you know what? I'm going to play it anyway because it's important. You know, we, um, we hear this stuff all the time uh, since COVID has been around, but it's worded well and I wanted to read it. So um, without further ado, here is an article from the Times, the timesleader.com. And it's about uh, COVID-19 and the precautions we still have to take. Enjoy. 2020, a year in review by the Times Leader. December 28, 2020. This year was unrelenting. It presented us with so many challenges, but it's undeniable that 2020 will live in infamy as the year of COVID-19. Before we look back at the stages in which the pandemic affected our lives throughout the year, I'm going to start with the same sentiment that will end this column. The new year will give us a lot to hope for and look forward to, but COVID-19 is not going away quickly. We absolutely need to continue to wear our masks, keep physical distance between us and others who live outside our households, and wash or sanitize our hands regularly. 2020 began with news of a virus spreading quickly and overwhelming hospitals on the other side of the world. We knew little except that this new virus was a variation of the coronavirus, a family of viruses that typically causes the common cold but can produce strains that lead to severe respiratory infection like SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, in 2002, and MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, in 2012. We began to plan for the worst, but we tried not to overact. We waited, watched, and tried to understand what was coming based on what we were seeing in other countries, and we hoped this new danger could be geographically isolated. As it spread to other countries and continents, we began to realize it was only a matter of time before it reached the U.S. When it did, COVID-19 revealed itself as a formidable opponent. We knew the disease was highly infectious before it arrived in our communities, but we didn't know enough about how it spread to slow it down enough. Eventually, we understood that COVID-19 is mostly transmitted through respiratory droplets, and we began to understand that masks could be effective as preventative measures. In the meantime, cases of COVID-19 infection rose quickly in most densely populated places in the country, moving outward to rural areas. Although we saw that 
certain groups of people were more likely to have severe infections, we learned the virus was indiscriminate and could both infect and cause frightening complications in almost anyone. As a nation, we endured a lot, including scares over shortages of personnel and supplies to deal with the virus in hospitals and health systems. We agonized over decisions to close businesses, an economic hardship for many, but we found that staying away from one another truly did slow the spread of COVID-19. Over time, and as a result of treating a lot of sick people, we found a few therapies that helped the most severely ill recover, and the world began working toward a vaccine on what seemed like an impossible timeline. As cases waned and public restrictions relaxed, we learned our most valuable lesson, which is that congregating creates the perfect breeding ground for COVID-19, and our best defense against it is to stay away from people who do not live in our household. We also gathered enough data to be sure that masks were effective and saw that the combination of physical distance, masking in public, and respiratory hygiene would keep the virus at bay, if universally recognized. This discovery stage and the spike that we overcame in the spring may have seemed like a victory if the fall resurgence had not come so swiftly and with such fury. We have suffered together this year. We've been away from our loved ones, which has been painful but cannot compare to the tragedy of the many loved ones who have been lost. We have friends and neighbors who are out of work or have had to shut down their businesses, and we can only do our best to support them. Their sacrifices have saved lives. As COVID-19 vaccines begin to roll out across our country, we should look back at 2020 and applaud our resilience. The year has been overwhelming and there are brighter days ahead. But neither the vaccines nor the changing of the calendar will make COVID-19 disappear. Only we can do that. So as we ring in the new year, wear your mask, stay distant from people who live outside your household, wash your hands, and support your local businesses while following these other safety precautions. We can always hope for better days, but if we band together, we will be able to enjoy those days together again. And I think that was a very good article from the Times Leader. I may have to look there more often. Seems like a pretty good publication. And that should do it for this episode. If you enjoyed your visit today, please tell your friends. Be sure to email me at tomreadyourstory at yahoo.com or call 929-260-1952 if you have questions or comments about the show. As always, thanks, Anchor.fm, for the chance to have an ongoing podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Until next time, have a very, very happy new year. Stay safe and take care.
For more information on Tom's availability for your e-learning, commercial, audiobook, or video project, visit his website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Tom Reads Your Story.